It's good. It sucked. It's meh. Everyone has an opinion, but only I have the balls to tell you the truth as I see it. You want to know how good a movie really is? Well, sit back, kick your feet up, because you're about to witness a common man's review. Let's get this mother started out right as another past and present movie review episode begins now. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another past and present review episode. And today we're going to talk about Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons. So this is a animation on HBO Max. And the one thing that I think DC does better than Marvel is the animation movies. Now, obviously, Marvel has been killing the game in the live action movies and some of the live action shows they've had have been pretty good as well although I think DC can hold their own in the live action shows but DC has been lacking in the actual live action movies but in the animation world DC is king and they've been king for a long time so Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons I just watched it recently and I've been doing a lot of animations it seems like lately but they've been some decent animations that have come out and let's talk about this so essentially what you have here is batman and superman both have sons in this universe um well in the comics as well uh batman's son is damien and superman's son which we don't really see too much of in the at least the animation world is jonathan kent and jonathan kent is a adolescent age he's basically getting bullied and you know, he's struggling to find himself. He's at that little tween age where he's struggling to really connect with the world. And he wants to be with his father, but his father is always away on business. He doesn't know that his father, Clark Kent, is Superman. So he's kind of struggling with that. Um, he thinks his father is just a reporter and he thinks his father loves his job more than him. So he's one of those kids who really just wants his father to be around and doesn't really understand. So as he gets closer to his birthday, I forgot what age it was that they said he was. Um, I want to say maybe 15. He was about to turn 15 or something like that. So they decide to break it to him that his father is Superman. And it wasn't before they could break it to him. He actually started to have some of his power show up. So he was able to use his heat vision and he didn't realize what was going on with him. He thought he was a freak. And then Superman introduced himself to his son. He's like, oh, my God, dad is Superman. He just took off the sun. Well, he was wearing a Superman outfit and then he took off the sunglasses. And for some reason, his son was like, oh, my God. I'm like, bro, those sunglasses. I, I keep saying sunglasses, eyeglasses. How the hell do people keep getting fooled in that universe that Clark Kent isn't Superman by just a pair of glasses? It, it boggles my mind. And so he's interested, you know, obviously in his father, like, oh, now he understands. He's happy that he, his son, his uh, father is the greatest, one of the greatest superheroes in the world. So Superman wants to take him to Batman so they can kind of scan him to see what other powers he may be gaining or what's going on with his you know, I guess he's going through superhero puberty. I don't know. And so he brings him to Gotham and they go to the Batcave. He meets Batman and Damien Wayne. And I like Damien. I'm not going to even much lie to you. Well, 
Anyway, they scanned um, Jonathan. They really couldn't pick up anything, but they were concerned about the watchtower, which had gone silent. They talked to Green Arrow, who's in the watchtower, and they can tell that something's wrong. So Superman and Batman go to investigate, and they get infected by Starro, who is the villain that was in the Suicide Squad movie with uh, Harley Quinn, the new one uh, by James Gunn. And so they basically get taken over and Starro is basically working to take control of the entire planet. So the only two people that they can actually, you know, that can actually defeat them that know what's going on is Damien and Jonathan. Um, they sent Batman back to Earth. He tries to kill Damien, but Damien survives. So Damien needs help. So he goes looking for Jonathan Kent and they team up to try to figure out what's going on. They study the alien. They figure out how to defeat them um, with heat and everything like that. But then there's a super Starro. I guess he's Starro is the big star. And then those little pores are just part of him, I guess. And so they get to meet the real Starro on the watchtower. And as we go through this adventure, Jonathan Kent's a lot of his abilities that his father has starts to come through. And so, you know, he's able to use them as it comes and they are able to save the world and Batman and Superman are revived through this. And then, you know, basically everything's good. And even Jonathan Kent is now wearing glasses, I guess, to hide his ident identity because I don't know, I guess apparently those glasses are just the biggest disguise in the DC universe. I mean, I want a pair of those type of glasses. So just to kind of give you a gist, and that was pretty much the plot. Again, the animations don't run too deep on plot. They're pretty straightforward, and which makes it easy to view and easy to understand. Um, a couple things here. We had to relive Superman's origin story again. I don't want to see Superman's origin story, Batman's origin story, or Spider-Man's origin story ever again in my life. Okay, quit showing us that crap in any media if everybody knows this at this point in time and i get it you know maybe there's a 10 year old who's finally seen this for the first time and oh so that's where superman came from i don't want to see it anymore okay the origin story of superman batman and spider-man has been done to death just you know, one of the things that Marvel did that I actually enjoyed when they had uh, Spider-Man introduced him on one of the other Marvel uh, movies, there was no Uncle Ben. We didn't hear anything about that. Um, you know, none of that stuff really happened. And really, they kind of snuck it in there when they killed off Aunt May in the last Spider-Man movie. But I'm not even going to even, you know, <laughs> discuss that right now. But my point is. It was a nice transition. Spider-Man is just there. He's fighting crime. Cool. We had He had a couple words with Tony Stark. All right, let's get into the movie. And yes, they didn't take long on the whole Superman origin story here, but it still pisses me off. I don't want to see that anymore. Now, the only thing that made it watchable was the fact that you saw how Starro got out. He was basically in a... Uh, display cage i guess in the kent home and when the planet starts to blow up it broke out and it jumped on to superman's spaceship while superman was shooting out um, getting away from krypton before it blew up and so that was the only thing that made it worth watching again because i'm like okay we get a starro origin story to see how he got free 
and he fell off the ship um, in mid-flight uh, eventually, but at least that was something different, okay? I, I just, I don't want to see that damn origin story ever again. Um, some of the things I did like about it, though, uh, I like the animation. I thought it was a very smooth animation. Sometimes they make these animations look very rugged or anime style or whatever. I actually liked the animation on this one. It was actually pretty good. Um, it wasn't old school, but it was like a mixture of old and new. So I thought it was very smooth. The shading was accurate. I enjoyed it. Every part of it. Um, I didn't like the Superman voice. I don't know who voiced Superman, but yeah, I didn't like him. He was terrible. <laughs> I mean, I guess we're used to hearing the Superman from the uh, Superman Adventures, the Superman animated um, adventures or whatever it was called. That Superman voice was perfect. This Superman voice, uh, I don't like him. You know, everybody else was pretty good, but that one I really didn't like. I thought they could have done a little better uh, casting Superman uh, voice actor on there. Uh, Batman's voice was decent. I had no problem with him. I had no problem with uh, Damien and Jonathan's voices either. Uh, speaking of Damien, oh my God. Damien is insane. Now keep in mind, this is the Damien who was raised by Ra's al Ghul. And he's killed a bunch of people. And Batman is really trying to control that rage in his son, you know, to not kill and things like that, to kind of go against the grain of everything that he learned in his life. But that one scene where they're in the Batcave and they're trying to see what can, you know, set off um, Jonathan's superpowers. One of the things Batman mentions is it was a traumatic state that may have, you know, started his heat vision. So Damian Wayne goes over and just pushes Jonathan Kent off the cliff in the Batcave. Superman had to go save him. And he's like, are you crazy? Well, you said it was set it off by a traumatic, you know, experience. I thought he this might set him off. Maybe he'd fly. It was just like, Damien is just insane. But it really isn't the fact that he's insane. He's just trying to fit in. He doesn't really understand that. And people don't realize how deep this was. Damien has been raised by a group of assassins his entire life, you know, up until that point. And I don't know how long he's been with Batman at this time, but obviously he's still stuck in his ways. And all he's trying to do is fit in. He's just not fitting in. You know, he was trying to join the Teen Titans and they took a vote. They didn't want him in because they said he's too violent. And, you know, he kind of plays it off like, oh, well, I don't care, you know, blah, blah, blah. But he's really hurt by it. You know, he's trying to fit into a society that he doesn't understand. And while it looks insane to us because it is insane, you know, for him, it's just him trying to fit in. Even when um, he's in the uh, watchtower. And Green Arrow shoots an arrow is about to kill him. And Jonathan Kent jumps in the way. Um, and it, he thought he was dead. Or he thought, I knew he wasn't dead, obviously. But Damien did. And, you know, he really felt hurt by it. Because this is the one person that he actually was friends with. The one person who actually, you know, worked well with him. And he was really hurt by that. And, of course, we find out that uh, Jonathan was still alive. That he has invulnerability now. And they started fighting uh, the rest of the Teen Titans and Justice Leaguers that was there. But yeah, I liked showing Damien as a vulnerable child because there's a lot of trauma that goes into that. And when they announced that they were going to do a Batman 
Um, I don't know if they said it was going to be a movie or an animation, but basically of him and Damien, this is the type of stuff that I really want to see because this is what makes this character good. I mean, out of the other Robins, I really don't care for any of them because they're just really sidekicks, but this is Bruce Wayne's actual son. And he's been through such a traumatic state and trying to fit in. It's, it's real struggling. The only person who would really understand going through that amount of trauma would be Bruce Wayne. So I really, really, really liked Damien in this movie. I thought he was probably the best part of it. Um, and, and while it seems, you know, a lot of things he did was for laughs and, you know, he just seemed insane and, you know, it, he was, but that's just trying to overcome a lot of that trauma. And then Batman was just learning how to be a parent, you know, at the end or Superman and uh, Jonathan were hugging you know, because that's the type of parenting that they've been through. Batman and Damien were looking at each other like it, it was a real struggle for them to hug because both of them are just so traumatically just affected with life. It, it, was, it was just really good. So just in that little bit, you were able to see a lot of that trauma. And that's why Batman is one of my favorite characters because of that. Just trying to overcome that. He doesn't know how to love or how to care you know, he does, but he doesn't know how to show it. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was excellent in the uh, movie. Also seeing Jonathan trying to cope with his new abilities and finding out that his father was Superman was also great. I thought that was really interesting the way they put it sort of like the X-Men movie where people start getting their abilities around puberty. And really he's starting to get these, these uh, powers and, you know, he's not, he's thinking he's a freak. He's trying to understand everything. So I thought that was a real good storyline. So this was a real good movie. I really enjoyed a lot of what went on here. Um, Starro had a point. <laughs> There's a part where Starro was talking in the movie saying that I'm doing you guys a favor because of me. There's no crime. You know, you all were destroying the environment and I am basically taking over the world and I am saving it. Now, he's taking the free will, which, yeah, I get that part of it. But, hey, he did stop crime. When they were mentioning that crime was just stopping, everything was going well, hey, Starro was actually, you know, he had a point. I'll just be honest with you. There would be no poverty. There would be no rich people. There would just be people. And, yes, they lose their free will because they're under Starro's command. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. Um, Lois Lane in this was pretty good. One of my favorite moments is when she's on the uh, camera and she's basically talking to uh, the Lex Luthor who was taking control of. He's the actual president. So this idiot still got elected president in this movie. And she's being they're trying to get her off the camera. And Lois says, burn this mother. <laughs> and he cut her off. I was like, boy, that's Lois right there. Lois is a bad chick. You got to admit that. And uh, her saying, burn this mother <laughs> before getting cut off. This is why I like DC over Marvel. That was just crazy. Now, compare this to uh, Nick Fury's mother. You know, that's what Samuel L. Jackson is known for. But it seemed forced. Whereas this Lois was like, burn this mother. <laughs> it was just funny. I don't know. That, that scene was just... It was just so great to me. And, um, you know, it was, like I said, it was just a great overall experience. Um, 
as you can see, I love this movie. I thought it was great. I think DC's best characters are Superman and Batman. And I think when you put their children together, now you're seeing the second generation. And I would love to see a series just with Damien and Jonathan working together. You know, the second generation of world's greatest or world's finest. Um, you know, did I just call them a candy? Well, anyways. <laughs> But anyways, I would love to see any type of Super Sons series. And maybe they're going to lead to that because I thought that these two worked together. I thought Damien and Jonathan, they were just great characters together. It was a fun movie. It was enjoyable. It wasn't anything that was too crazy. And to really see that they need each other. Like Damien has the experience of being a, you know, a criminal at one point and now a crime fighter. And some of the things that he can do. And then, of course, you have Jonathan, who now has Superman-type abilities. I think this will be a great series. Let's start off the generation. Let's let's put um, Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent to the side, and let's see their sons do some things. And I think if we see that, I think, you know, they need to make a series out of that. I think this was a great showing. DC doesn't... Um, disappoint once again and it gets a awesome rating from me so what are your thoughts did you watch batman and superman battle of the super sons let me know your thoughts in the comments below and as always if you want to check out any of my personal work you can hit me up at www.enigmakid.com that's www.enigmakid.com it's your boy enigma signing off let's burn this mother down deuces